This is Jess West and Dimitri Trufalek. Bonjour. And you are listening to Time Your Tights Presents Skinfluencers Success Podcast. This is Tanya Tate, Skinfluencer Success. Visualize your success. Build your brand. to all you wonderful people out there who are looking to level up your lead. I'm Tanya Tate and this is my podcast, Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success. On today's show, setting achievable goals. Also on the show, my special guests, Jess West and Dimitri, discuss how to maintain healthy relationships as adult performers. How can you make cash as a couple by performing in the adult industry? It's been busy times within the adult industry. There's been a lot of things going on. And each year they have two really big main industry shows. There's the AVN and there's also Expis. So these were two big shows. With both of them, they have like a fan show so the fans can go they can meet their favorite adult star they can go meet them get a picture take a selfie take a get a signed autograph from them take some merchandise away so there's the big avn expo in las vegas and then they have something called x3 in los angeles which is connected to expis so i did get to go to las vegas However, I did not go to the AVN show itself, the expo, but what I did do, I got to go to the red carpet. Now, this was an opportunity that was just kind of given to me, really. I have Star Factory PR and I get to deal with a lot of the different media companies. And one of the companies that I deal with is Adult Empire. And I have really good relationships with these. And there's a guy called Journey. And me and Jenny talk a lot and I I get on clients, different clients, and they get to be on his podcast or on the Adult Empire podcast. And he has an opportunity to come up for one of my clients. But unfortunately, she wasn't able to do this opportunity. So I said, well, I'm putting it out there. I'm available for this opportunity. And he he took me up. He He was like, yeah, you're the one. And this opportunity was hosting red carpet interviews on the red carpet at AVN, at the AVN Awards. And I was like, brilliant. So I'd actually already planned to go to AVN, go to Las Vegas. So I took Ozzy with me to Las Vegas. Um, And we have family out there. So we went and stayed with the family and he stayed with the family while I went to him. As I told him, go and do my meetings. I was like, I'm going to work. See you in in a day or two. 
So we got to hang out and chill and there was a big party going on at the family's house. Well, for me, I got to go and meet up with my one of my very, very good close friends, Chantelle Tibbles or Dr. Chantelle, as some of you may know her. I, I was so happy to be able to go there, meet her, get to spend some time with her, get to do some little networking while I was there. But then suddenly this opportunity from Adult Empire was there. And I was like, you know what? I was planning to just go and walk the red carpet, but now I'm not going to just walk the red carpet. I'm going to be hosting the interviews on the red carpet. And it was great. So the Adult Empire team were, were a small, amazing team. There was Adam, who was the camera guy, and Brittany. Um, she handled everything else. And they were such really, really nice people. And I got there and Chantal come down with me and we were there super early, no problem. We got ourselves situated and we were ready, ready, raring to go. And I said to Adam, Brittany, I said, well, you know, what do you want me to do? I said, I, I got to watch the video from an earlier year and it was actually Sherry Deville. Sherry Deville's amazing. And they said, just do your thing. I was like, great. So um, we started off that night and I, I watched like the first couple of interviews. I was a little bit just warming up. But once I'd warmed up, that was it. I was in full flow. I got to meet so many great people on the red carpet. And I interviewed, apparently I interviewed, we did 59 interviews. I was like, wow, I did not know I did 59 interviews. Three hours on the red carpet. It was so much fun. And... Um, Afterwards, Adam said to me, he said, I'm going to I'm going to do this. It'll be up tomorrow. I'm like, how are you going to do all that? There's so much to do. He went, yeah, I'll just stay up all night till it's done. And true to his word, he did. He put it up there. Adult Empire Red Carpet Interview hosted by Tanya Tate. It's available on YouTube. And it, it, it was just great to get to meet all those people. And I used that opportunity. When I was there, I was like, this, I, I'm going to get something from this something personally achieving the feeling of satisfaction the feeling that I gave something the feeling that I did as good a job that I could do that Brittany was texting me several days later still super excited and super appreciative for the work that I did and I loved it it was like I was given an opportunity and I can honestly say I did my best and just that feeling, you know, when you do something and you really do a great job and then you get that feeling and you're like, you know what, I'm so happy. I've made all these people happy. And in turn, I felt happy. And all I did was stand there with a little mic and did some interviews. But it was, it was, it was great to meet people. I connected with some people as well. Um, made some new contacts because here's the thing is like, I always want to be out there. I always want to be knowing the people, talking to them and stuff will be coming up in the future from some of the the people that I met on the red carpet and it was great to reconnect and there was everyone looks so different in hair and makeup and the bright lights and suddenly everyone's face starts kind of blending together and people are put before you and you know I introduced someone and I said the wrong surname but the right first name I was just like oh no and then uh, some other people come along and I was like, introduce yourself. And it, it was one of my friends. She said, I'm Ariella Ferreira. I went, oh my God. <laughs> I was like so embarrassed because I knew exactly who she was. She was the girl that did my very, very first scene for 
girlfriend's films when I shot for girlfriend's films and it was one amazing scene and I said okay we're connected again we're gonna have to make something happen so I gotta tell you I know I'm talking about Las Vegas where I've been but I actually took a very short trip not that long after um I'll tell you about that next time maybe that's a nice surprise for you all that's going to be something exciting coming up me telling you about my my second Las Vegas trip that that's going to be coming up next time but yeah I got so many connections made it did it went up online and it's on YouTube you can just if you use Google you can check out adult empire red carpet interview 2023 any of those words it'll bring it up for sure thank you to everyone that made that that happen just so appreciative of you all and that video went off and it went on Twitter and I have to say my Twitter grew 20 30,000 super fast and I have to say I completely attributed that to the red carpet interview with Adult Empire and all the interactions that were going on and the people posting about it and mentioning me and new people following me. Sometimes when you do things, it's not just about, am I going to get financial rewards, yes or no? Sometimes it's about, what other benefits can I get from this? Put myself out there. What benefits am I going to be gained? For me, it was networking, meeting people, increasing Twitter followers, increase in traffic, branding of my name, my name being talked about on the internet. There's there's so many other points, so many other benefits that you, you really, you got to be appreciative for all of it. And of course, it was the AVN Awards that night. And um, me and Chantal, we got to go and hang out at the awards for a bit, had a little bit of a, it, it was actually quite a calming it was nice to get to meet the people but you know it was nice to get back to the bed and we we definitely had a really nice weekend I just made it sound like I was in the bed with Chantal the night we had our own beds I was planning to shoot some content while I was there but I said you know what Chantal I'm having some downtime and we did talk business and we did meet some business people but for me it wasn't all about see if I could shoot any content in the room. It was just about having some time out. And I have to say, when I got back, I felt extremely refreshed. I did come home. I went and picked up Ozzy. We met for breakfast with the family and I took him back on the plane, me, Chantelle and Ozzy on the plane, all the way back to Bear Bank in California, in Los Angeles. And it was great. It was, it was just so nice to see a friend and get out there. So thank you to every single one of you that made AVN happen for me, Las Vegas. I have to say, I also felt extremely, extremely blessed because I got to wear a beautiful, beautiful red carpet dress. And I, I chose that last minute from David's bridal. It's fabulous. I, I was just like dressed ready to go so every single one of you that helped make that happen whether it was from dressing me to seeing me there yes thank you all but we did it was a fast trip there and it was straight then to expos they had an expos show going on they had the x3 fan show so i don't know if some of you got to go there 
um, whether you're fans or talent. And then it was the XBiz Awards. So it was another night. And I have to say, I felt like I was in England. It was like pissing down with rain, um, like throwing it, bucketing it down. And it was super cold, but I was kind of smart. I went in leggings, boots, a big thick coat, an umbrella. And of course I had the dress on and the high heel shoes in the bag. So we had to stand outside just a little bit in the rain. But one of my jobs as a publicist is also to look after clients. So some of my clients are other adult performers. So I have to say I did help them at the event. So that was really nice to, to help them, to help them get to the red carpet, to give them information, to know what they're doing and just to make their life easy that night. It was nice to get to see my clients that, that night, just to see their faces, to say hi to them and to just know that I felt the feelings of appreciation from a simple thank you to just their smile. It, it, it was so nice. It, it made me feel good. And so that was another fun night that I had. So it feels like I've been doing a little bit of partying recently. So much fun. But of course, it's not all about going out and going to events. There's so much more to being a mom, to being a content creator, to being a podcast host, to being a publicist. But I do, I love to share some of my stories, my journeys with you. We never know what's coming up in our life, do we? Never know what we're planning. And for me, it just seems a time. There's been a lot of things happening. But now I feel like I want these things that are happening to be moving more closer towards my goals. And I've been thinking about goals and ideas of where I want to be moving forward this year. You know, what do I have at my fingers that I can use to make bigger financial returns? I always think about this, you know, some people it's like, oh, New Year's resolution, but it doesn't always have to be the start of the year to think about it. It can be today, tomorrow, this week, or even this month. The perfect time is now. I always found it a little overwhelming to make big goals. So I wanted to give you my take on making a start. So for me, it's like, I like to keep goals lists, notes, ideas of goals, write them out and put them in a place where I can see them regularly and then review them and recommit on an ongoing basis. So now I'm ready to rewrite and prioritize. So yeah, the, one of the things you've got to do with goals is write them down and review them periodically. Resolutions that aren't written down are destined to fall quickly. So write them out and not just anywhere Keep your goals in a place where you're going to see them regularly so you can review your progress and recommit on a consistent basis. So you can write them on like a, a sticky note or a big piece of paper and put them somewhere where you're going to see them every day, like a mirror or a computer. Or you can take a photo and make that your screensaver. Make yourself accountable and be reminded of them. Create goals for different areas in your life. So Top of that list of concerns, you know, I'm thinking, what's everyone thinking right now? Financial goals. That is always like one of the biggest areas. But what about other areas? It could be work, relationships, spiritual, health, fitness, 
try setting one or two goals in each of the categories to get like a ripple effect rather than a big long bullet list and picture your final goal. So it's amazing to think about like that dramatic body change or massive increase of doubling your salary. For me, I will literally think of my perfect body, my perfect health, my perfect bank balance and write them down and picture myself obtaining them now. Just try it, like shut your eyes and imagine looking in the mirror, seeing your perfect self. Feel that joy and appreciation in your heart. You can write down small practical steps that you can get there. You know, something simple like maybe replacing a cake or ice cream as your after dinner dessert with something that might be like sugar free or joining a gym and scheduling a reasonable amount of sessions per week, even if it just starts off as once a week. Or make a direct payment from your bank at a set amount to start paying off your smallest debt. Make goals that are measurable. If you're able to see consistency, you're on the right track. So measure the goals over short periods of time and be ready to review them over and over again. For example, instead of saying, oh yeah, I'm going to make more time to, for me, for me friends, for me mates, say, I'm going to invite a friend for tea or coffee once every other week. So instead of saying like, oh, I'm going to keep my house really clean, say, I'm going to spend 15 minutes every night after dinner straightening the house up. See the difference? You can measure them. Sometimes it helps if you design goals that can be accomplished with a partner. Now, doing it alone can be more challenging, but doing it with a friend, partner, family member, or teaming up, it can be a lot more fun. It's like that community, isn't it? If someone else is counting on you, you're going to feel less inclined to give up. And you're also more accountable. For me, I have to tell you, it's it's funny, my diet, so I have to eat super clean. I eat it's mainly vegan. It's no sugar, no dairy, no gluten, because I have to keep the inflammation of my body down. And by eating really clean, my body feels great. So I send pictures of my food to my trainer, Gert, so he knows I'm eating well. I also tell him when it's been tricky. So, you know, maybe with traveling, all the traveling I've been doing or working at the walk show, it puts my diet off, but you know, I know I'm going to get back on track the next day. And these are just some of the things that you can do with a partner to keep moving forward with your goals, do it with them and make yourself accountable. And finally, when you get there, reward yourself for achieving your goals. So just make sure it doesn't infringe on any of your other goals. Say like, don't be like, you're losing weight, you've lost a certain amount of, of pounds and you're going to reward yourself with a big high calorie plate of food or congratulate yourself for getting out of debt by booking a cruise. The payoff for your goals is huge. It could be as simple as treating yourself to a movie night after you accomplish a fitness challenge or for me a spa day to reward myself for the work I've done towards my perfect health. Remember to remind yourself how amazing you are. And if you see someone accomplish a goal, congratulate them and encourage them to continue. When it comes to goals, vision is 
everything. Think about it. If you don't know where you're going, you're probably going to end up somewhere else and it's probably not going to be the place where you wanted to be. And in the words of Les Brown, shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. Next on Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success. How can you make cash as a couple by performing in the adult industry? My guests, power couple from the UK, Jess, West and Dimitri, discuss how to do just that. This is Tanya Tate. Skinfluencer Success. You are listening to Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success Podcast. How do you keep a healthy relationship whilst performing in the adult industry? And what if your partner is also a performer? What are some of the strategies to make cash as a couple? My guests are a power couple from London, UK. I have multi-award-winning porn star and television webcam model, and also multi-award-winning male performer, contracted director and performer for Greece's number one adult film company, Serena Entertainment. Welcome Jess West and Dimitri Triple X to the Skinfluencer Success Podcast. Hi. Bonjour, and welcome to you two to our, to our bedroom. The warmest, the warmest part of our house because it's freezing here in the UK. It's minus one. Yeah. Oh my so goodness. Us for being layered up with clothes and like being in the snug because it, it, we can't we can't handle it otherwise. Do you know? I've just recently come back from the UK and it, I I took a trip there and it wasn't so cold then and I felt cold. Yeah. But like now it's like minus. It's freezing. It's snowing and yeah. I just you oh. look so cozy. All well, we swapped up. with you because we haven't long come back from LA and obviously it was lovely and warm and then we came back here and it was freezing. So yeah, it was it's really cold here now. It doesn't matter how long you you live in this country, you never really quite get used to it how cold it is. So cold. You know? Yeah. You don't really get acclimatized to it. But this is the coldest December that we've had in like years they're saying. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. in traditional British fashion, we discussed the weather for three hours. <laughs> well, we're all British and that's what we talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> please proceed with any questions you like. Feel free to ask anything you like and we will be as honest as possible. Oh, you're cracking me up before <laughs> we even got started on the interview. <laughs> Thank you so much to both of you for coming on the podcast. Dimitri, I know you're going to want to talk first, so I'm going to ask you the question first. Tell us how you got started in that adult industry and when was it? Um, I got started back in 2001. So I've been in it 20 odd years. Because you're old now, aren't you? I'm old. I'm actually... <laughs> all right. That's a, that's a fair... He's 50. It, it's a fact. He's I am 50. 50. So yeah, I've... I, I've, yeah, I'm, I'm falling apart, to be fair. I am falling apart. But, you know, we're trying to make it. It's an illusion, isn't it? No, you're it, doing well. It's an, doing well. <laughs> I mean, we'll probably touch upon this later, but, I mean, I think the key to success in this game is to is to try and live a healthy lifestyle. So, even, you know, even though I am 50, I do look after myself. I do eat yeah. well. You know, um, you need to keep your stamina, your fitness levels. And, you know, in my view, I think what we do, you should, you should, ha you should be – 
reasonably presentable for the camera. It, I mean, some people would argue that it doesn't really matter. Like in the, the UK scene is is not without being offensive to anyone is not that glamorous compared to say Los Angeles, the LA scene where people seem to take much more pride in their appearance. Now, I'm not saying everyone in the UK are munters or anything like that, but they aren't, let's say, glamorous. Did I just put it in the nose? So so that's the point. So I think it's important to live a healthy lifestyle so you can at least look reasonably presentable. That's my my view on it. Some people would disagree, but, you know, it's fantasy we're doing at the end of the day. And for me, if I'm watching something and I want it to be a fantasy, I want the people to look like fantasy objects, quite frankly, not not Margaret from the pub next door. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? I've got to say, Dimitri, like if I'm watching something, I, because I've worked with like a lot of glamorous people, a lot of very beautiful people, um, for me, if, if I'm watching like a, a movie, I, I like to see what I like to see. But... I yeah. did I did a casting couch, you know, and Dimitri, me and you know, we went round Scotland he was on it, and yeah. we, we did Tanya Tate's Sex Tour of Scotland. Okay. And it was a movie and um, Television X. They sent us round basically and we took a massive Winnebago and, you know, I met a lot of Scottish guys that tried, yeah. you know, to be an adult star, you know, could they make it on camera? And I'll tell you, that series, it, it was so popular. And the reason being is because they were really regular guys. And so the, the guys that would watch it, they could see themselves as that performer. As you know, it, it's just a regular guy. It's it, it's yeah, job okay. from the pub. But 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 there there is there is a market, but I for me, I'm with you. Like I'm in my forties, you know, you 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 just turned fifty, you look great. I think I look great for my age as well a woman in her 40s Jess is younger than us so I'm not including you in this Jess you look amazing too but but it is it's something about being on camera that I feel that I have to take care of myself and you don't get to 50 Dimitri looking like you do without taking care of yourself that's right yeah but going back to your point about the the tour of Scotland that you did what we did you're, you're right it was really popular but I think that was down to the fact that it was quite an unusual premise at the time. And it did, it was relatable to the, the general Joe public who wanted to see that kind of thing. When I'm, I'm talking about, like, if I want, can I all talk about what we personally like? And for me, if I want to watch something and be like stimulated, and I want to see something that's a fantasy to me. And for me, it is to see the beautiful people. Sorry. So I keep doing that, don't I? in front of my face. And, but that, I mean, I'm not saying that it's the same, like you, you said yourself, it's not the same for everyone, but that, that's just my take on it. So because I have that view, therefore I have that outlook in my life to try and keep myself as good as possible. You know, that's, yeah. that's where it's coming from. I know you It'll, get it because you, you, because you, as you say, you look after yourself. So Yeah, yeah, and it is. And it's not just about like looking after yourself on the outside, what you look like. It's, you know, what you put in you know um the healthy lifestyle yeah. the good food and not you know getting enough sleep it, 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 there's a whole load yeah. of it's a things. regime it's a lifestyle yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah. when we saw you tally didn't you have all your lunch boxes yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> i turned up okay so we we're gonna be all over the place today which is great everyone just just keep up just keep up with what we're talking about okay so jess and dimitri came to um los angeles and you know you came to do basically your own little tour yeah uh, you know you you got in a beautiful house in in la and you 
go out different people to come and visit you each day and I was one of those people I was you know, I came and um we we did we got to hang out and we got to make some content for all of our only fans and on our social media platforms but that was that was a great day I I'm so prepared I come with everything bottles big massive bottle of water i have all my little bits of food so i had my little containers with me food and i bring it all and i put it in the fridge and i bring it because it i just know from years ago when you used to be on set and you'd be there all day long and they didn't give you no food so this is when we wait for production companies and they didn't give you no food and then when you when you are ready to get the food you just get anything and just shovel it down that that's I always yeah. used to be so hungry. So I, so I love taking my own food. We were we were doing a, a collaboration. So, you know, I'm not, people don't provide the food when you collaborate. But I but I love just turning up with the food. And it's the food that I eat. It's from my fridge. And you I have a- food though, Tanya, but you obviously had your own. <laughs> you did, you did, you did. You were offering me things. Not, you, you- normally people don't provide food, but we do, don't we? Yeah, so just- yeah. But it's good that she's prepared yeah, because she's right. Like, yeah. you, you end up eating crap yeah, yeah, yeah. all day if, if nothing's there. Yeah. I normally starve because, like Tanya said, no one normally feeds you. So I normally do. I starve. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did. I, I ate a really healthy diet, um, anti-inflammatory diet. So I very specialised food. So I just take it just so much. Yeah, you know what, Tanya? You're actually like we've known each other for years, as you know. But we, we, you actually look in better shape now than you've ever had. You look like the yeah. best shape of your life. I think you look really good. It, so it's, really good. it's testament to your lifestyle thank you well, yeah thanks. i i i'm very happy with where i am now yeah. i know some of the things that i'd like to see for my body just a little bit more shapely i can get that in the gym and i can get that from food mm-hmm. so but i i do feel sometimes when i look and i think you know my skin's in better condition i feel so much better than, than you know 10 years ago and yeah. I, I mean i looked really young 10 years ago in the face but overall, it's like, I, I feel great. You know, I do. I feel great. And thank you, Dimitri. That's very kind of you. And I have to say, you don't even look like you've changed. <laughs> he never looks like he's changed. Even when he first started to see pictures, he looks the same. Everyone says that. Well, just a bit whiter. Grayer. Grayer. Grayer, yeah. yeah. And Jess, you, you look the same as well. It's it's it, When we met, when you come to L.A., it was like we didn't even have that gap in between no. you know the time yeah. from we last saw each other to the time that we saw each other we just picked yeah. up exactly from where we left off well yeah. I feel, like you said i've known tanya we've known tanya separately like you've known tanya years i've also known yeah. tanya years yeah yeah tanya is like my um my porno mom <laughs> Not yeah. adult mum. Adult mum. Adult mum. I know. We so Dimitri. We we shot some scenes together. We, we you know we we did the tour of Scotland, and you come in. We we did some content. Remember that little apartment in London yeah. that I rented, and Dimitri is one of the guys that came round. Now, Jess, we also shot as well. So we did some. Um, scenes with just girls only um in london so that's how we met and some of it was we was at the award shows together as well weren't we? oh, yeah so we did a lot of like the adult channel links as yes. well didn't we so we, I yeah me and tanya was on all the links together 
pretty much all the links together so it's like the adult channels in the uk and you'd see those girls and they'd be like you know they'd be saying stuff or it'd be audio like voiceovers or little clips of them saying you know what's coming up next a bit like what you just did then the, yeah. the introduction and we, we did we've been on set um at the studio in london a few times together like reading yeah, the lines. i with you probably more than anyone else when we were doing the links you, you, we were great. Jess, tell everybody then how you got started. Um, so I've been in it like 15 years now. I was kind of lose count, but it's like about 15 years now. Um, I kind of got into it. I started off, do you remember like Nuts and Zoo, do you, like the magazines? So I kind of like got scouted like for those a long time ago. So I did those and then I kind of did like the top shelf mags. And then I got asked if I would like be do it like happy being naked and stuff. And I was... Never, it never really bothered me being naked. So then I Disgusting. kind of, well, then I, and then I just kind of got into the whole adult world that way, really. And it just, yeah, just never really, I never really phased me. I was always like, yeah, okay, why not? Let's give it a go. And well, the longest job that I've ever lasted at, not, not because I wasn't good at something, but I used to get bored very easily. Mm. Whereas like this industry, obviously I get to work my own hours and much better money than I did in the office. So it's, it's, it's a much better lifestyle for me. Yeah, that's what's great about this. You know, we are our own boss and we can work when we want and not work when we want. I mean, the only downside to that is like, you know, me going back to the UK, you're away for two weeks. So you're yeah. not earning for two weeks, but it gives you the freedom to be able to travel, to go to places for you, you know, to come to LA and to go on different trips and just experience different things that you are you not still sort of earning through your like OnlyFans even when you're away yes yes however it's not the same amount I'll tell you why I'll tell you why I couldn't make new content while I was away and also I couldn't do um phone calls and video chats while I was away and any of like the customs, you know, if people want customs and they want them really fast, you know, sometimes people want them same day. You, you got it. There's a lot of things that you can't do, but you are right. Thank you. You are right in that there is still a still a residual income because you know there's still time to jump on and like message and I still have my phone and you can still interact with the people, but it's not. It's yeah, not it's as awesome. yeah. It, you're not making as much money as if I was sitting down here. You yeah, know, in my house, and I, the the amount of money it it does it does change. But you are right in that you know people can still interact. They can still unlock. They can still you know buy pay per views. They can still order things while you're away. Yeah, but thank you. <laughs> like you still earned. I was like, yeah, I did. But okay, so you're both performers in the adult industry, Dimitri. We've not talked about you know your um directing and performer contract that you've got with Greece's number one adult film yeah Serena so how did you get into working with Serena Entertainment quite a funny story really like as you know I've been in the business 20 odd years um and about 15 years ago Serena um started operations okay now based being that they're based in Greece um they had difficult when they first started out they had a lot of difficulty trying to find Greek actors, um, well, male and female. They still do, and they still do. <laughs> but because it's um, a Greek company, that their 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 target audience is the Greek market. Or they do sell to to Europe and whatever, but their bread and butter is from the Greek audience. So they they 
their main thing is to try and source Greek, Greek at least Greek speaking performers. Now, the first six months or so, they 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 couldn't get any Greek girls to do it because it's quite a religious country, quite conservative, and it was really hard at that time to find females who wanted to do it on camera. So they sort of gave up with Greek girls in the at the outset by and you and and got in girls from 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 Europe basically and from the states to shoot for them um, and basically fed them a few greek lines for them to say in the film that's the kind of it's a bit naff but they had no choice because no greek girls would do it um now on the contrary lots of greek guys were game on for it and were queuing at the door to do it but of, of literally the hundreds and i'm not exaggerating literally hundreds none of them could actually you know how how difficult it is for the guys in the industry right so zero there was no success rate no guy could actually get get through a scene again it's obviously difficult to go into detail here because it's a pg channel um so i don't i can't go into wait we know what you mean it's just right. you can't you know, necessarily you know. get it up you can't sustain it and you can't come to completion you, right. you know. okay so a combination of those factors some could do parts of it but not other parts and you know but on the whole literally there was no one that could do it and so what happened was he got quite he got he well, he was quite frustrated by it, the, the producer, the direct producer. And it just so happened. So he was getting fo- a couple of foreign guys came in to, to at least get the scenes done. Right. So you had the Greek guys and they were sort of fudge around and mess it up. And then you'd have a couple of named European stars who, who were Dorsel um, boys. I don't, you, I don't know if your audience knows. Dorsel is, is, is basically France's biggest production company. Yeah. Um, and most like feature, uh, most um also well private door sale it's a premium brand let's say in the adult yeah. world because some people are going to be listening to this um not every you know if you want to watch it it's on youtube it's going to be on patreon it's going to be on our only fans but if you're listening like poor jess dimitri's hands are just like very animated and they keep yeah. kind of going towards jess's face jess. <laughs> I don't actually hit her, but no, it's, it's just like waving in my face like this all the time. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> waving. Anyway, so what? So anyway, trying to cut a very long story short, what happened was one of the the, the photographer for Dorsell, this this lovely lady Anna, Anna Lee, I I knew her um, from what from what from working with Dorsell for a few years. I already knew knew her very well, and Dimitri, he, he his name is Dimitri as well, the producer. He um, said to Anna Lee. Do you know in your travels any Greek performers? Is there any anywhere else in the world? And she, because we were friends and I shot with Dorsal loads of times, she goes, Well, there is a Greek guy. There's one Greek guy that I know, but he lives in London. And he goes, I don't care where he where he lives. Well, fly him over. Let's do it. Let's get him. So this is exactly what happened. I got a call. I was in the gym in London about four in the afternoon. I was training. I got a call. Uh, and then Ali was on the phone. She goes, I'm in Greece and in Athens, and I'm with this new Greek production company. And they need a, a Greek speaking performer. C- can you come? And I go, well, when when am I supposed to go? And she, go, and she goes, well, now. And then I go, well, it's a bit. I'm at the gym. And then the producer got on the phone to me and he started speaking Greek to me. Just wanted to make sure that I could speak Greek and all the rest of it. And then we had a chat for about five minutes on the phone. We were just having basically a laugh. I never met this guy before in my life, but it was like we were brothers straight away. It was funny. It was like a really funny conversation. It, it was basically it, in the translation was. I'm here in Greece. I've got all these Greek heroes, studs, and none of them can do it. I'm going to have to get a Greek from from England to come over and do it because we need, right? 
And I go, listen, are you serious? You actually want me to come right now? And he goes, look, we're going to book a ticket. For, I'm ringing up the office to book your ticket. Go to Heathrow and the, the ticket will be ready for you to get, to get there now. Can you be there in three hours at the airport? And I said, yeah. Got in the car, got my case, went to the airport, left my car at the airport, met, went to Greece. They picked me up from the airport straight to set, straight straight into the scene. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That was that's exactly how I have it. Straight into the scene, did the scene, and we've become like almost family since then. Yeah. So every year. Every yeah. I, I I go there every other month. Well, it was once a month, but then COVID happened. So now it's like every other month I go to Greece. It's sort of bit messed up the situation now. But ever since yeah. then, 15 years ago, I I got contracted about six months after that, and I basically appear in all their features and stuff. They they shoot. You direct for them as well as the time you're asked as well. Oh yeah, I, and, well of course. But the direct. So predominantly, I'm a I'm a performer out there. But on some occasions, he'll give me my own film crew. He goes like they'll be shooting two films at the same time in the locations we use, and they'll say right, take you take this crew. And this girl and one of the guys and shoot. Over. And you do it here for Greek girls. Yeah, don't girls. do so much in the UK for them because there isn't any Greek girls at all in England really that do so it. Done a, few, done a few, but so that's basically how the relationship started with with Serena in Greece, and it's and it's it's been really good because as you know, um, the industry now has moved towards um, content creation for the OnlyFans, mm-hmm. etc. So yeah, it's quite being an old school performer. It's still quite nice to be able to shoot the feature stuff for like the studios. You know, don't get me wrong. There's there's merits for both the content creating and for studio work. But if it was if I wasn't shooting the stuff in Greece for the feature film stuff, I probably really wouldn't be doing any studio stuff. Because now it's mostly content. Yeah, you know, it's mostly stuff. Well, you for, do your own stuff sometimes. You do do little features for your own. own yeah, but it, again, it's again it's not out for DVD or it's, no, but it's, it's not that anymore, is it? No. It's OnlyFans now. It's it's all about OnlyFans, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that's how it all started, Tanya. Really, for, for that side of things nice I, I love this and it, for you you know it's it, it, it seems that it's you know the Greek production company you're going over there and then you've got your only fans so yeah. by using your brand is is out there in Greece and you know you're you're a massive name you're a massive name in Greece and you, yeah. you're very well known so to be continuing to work with the production company it's kind of like a little bit of free marketing it's it's helping to continue with your branding. Yeah, it does help. It definitely helps. Yeah, I mean it's 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 got to the point where we we've even considered we even we even spoke today about leaving the UK and and going and basing ourselves out in Greece because we can still do the OnlyFans stuff out in Greece and yet I've got a massive following there as well. So that would even if, if I'm out there, I'll be able to get Greek girls uh-huh. to do the OnlyFans because they are the group the, the girls now in Greece are becoming more au fait with doing adult work. They all do OnlyFans pretty much. Uh, well, and a lot of them are much more happier to do OnlyFans than they are to work for a studio and be on a DVD, let's say, which I think they find a bit more anonymity. What's the word? Anonymity within yeah. the OnlyFans. Yeah, but also as well with Serena, so basically the director, the way he gets girls is by saying, oh, you get to work with Dimitri, like, you know, a big star. So he, so the girls will come and work for him for OnlyFans with no problem because as soon as they find out they get to do a scene with him, they kind of, they just jump at it a lot of the time, don't they? So Yeah, it's a lot easier for us. It's easier. So it's, it's so good, like we're saying, we actually had the, we actually had the conversation today about, uh, about just basically leaving the UK because it's, it is cold here. It really is. Greece weather or London, yeah. UK weather. It's 
but it's not just that obviously what we can get in greece like housewives and everything else compared to here is massively different and, and the lifestyle is different it's, it's a bit more laid back it's not so stressed you know it's tough you know you've you've lived in the uk well she lives in la now yeah <laughs> yeah well exactly because you know what it's like living here it's, it's you know so it's something we're seriously considering to be honest yeah. And, yeah. and it all stems from the whole Serena relationship. You know? well, I mean, he gets, when he goes, we flew over to Mykonos, like for a holiday, and he got packed at the airport, like when we got off the plane, people, someone took my seat at a restaurant, I literally went to the toilet, came back, and someone was in my seat, like, obviously, because they were fanning over him, like, he, he's, yeah, he's a big deal in Greece. Well, it's a little bit backward, because normally, the girls get, like, in, anywhere else in LA, or in the UK, if you're with an adult performer, it's, it's the girl that gets all the, all the glory, whereas... In Greece, where I get pushed aside, it, yeah, it's like my hand. It's I, like, actually, it's like... <laughs> I actually did. I was walking down the street arm in arm with him, and this guy came actually pushed me out the way. Oh my god, photo, photo! And then, like, clubbed his camera in my face to take a photo with Dimitri. Like, not me at all. <laughs> actually, all the way over. They're so excited to see you, Dimitri. It's like they don't. Uh, give I mean, us I mean, who can blame them? Hey, who can blame them? <laughs> it reminds oh, me it reminds oh. me of one night we were out and um, there was me and it, we were in we were in London and it was Ian Tate and me and Jordan Kingsley and I can't remember who else was with us maybe Nick the cameraman might have been with us maybe I'm not oh, yeah. sure maybe he'd gone home anyway there was there was there was some there's got to be someone else I, mean, I, I I'm trying to think who it was Anyway, so we go to this bar and we're in Chelsea and we go to the bar and we go to walk in and it's quite late. We'd had dinner and we were, you know, just going to go and have another drink. And like, you know, the bouncer on the door is like, sorry, we're closed. And we're like, oh, oh okay then. You know, we thought we'd have another drink. And then next minute he sees, he looks like that and he went, is that Ian Tate? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And he's like, come on in. <laughs> and this, Bounce to recognize Ian T. Yeah. And we were like, me and Jordan Kingsley are standing there, and you're like, hot girls. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I, and I was, you know, we are recognizable in, in yeah, England, I'm you know, from say. being, yeah. you know, on, on the TV, and people do recognize you. And I mean, at that time, there was a lot of publicity, you know, being on, on Television X. And it, it just, it, it, we were just laughing. We, it just tickled us, you know. Is yeah. that you? Is that Ian Tate? Come on in. And yeah. it, 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 it is it is normally the girls, but the guys do get recognised sometimes, you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's a different kind of, um, like, when the guys get, if, if, if the guy gets recognised, it's, it's like you say, come on in, mate. It's, it's very, high five, it's very, pa it's very pally, yeah. isn't it? Where the girls will get recognised, I mean, it's, it is, it's, it's more, without sounding bad about it, but, they're a bit more pervy to people. Yeah, because the fans. They're fans. They they obviously entertained themselves looking yeah, at you. Yeah, of course. So it's a slightly different reception, if you know what I mean, with the girls that get to the, to when the guys get recognised. But but the girls predominantly do get more recognised than the guys. Let's face it. But it's, it but it is different in Greece. As I say, in Greece, I'm kind of there. There. Like I'm, I'm, there, I'm there. I'm their brand, basically. Like, I'm the brand. He's like God over there. He's not like God. But... Yeah, you are like God. So, so if there are any Greek girls listening right now, Dimitri Triple X is ready and waiting for you. You know, this is a real, genuine offer now that I'm saying because you've got the production company and Serena, and there's also OnlyFans, and I know that you two shoot as a couple. Um, 
he also shoots separately i do shoot separately with girls so i, I want to talk to you about that decision then because you you know you're a, you're a couple you've come to you decided that you're going to do like a little tour of america to come and shoot some content now just when you was in the us you did shoot yeah. some scenes with guys but that talk me through the process of you know some of the the reasons why you decided that would be a good decision for your self uh, so basically, obviously, me and Dimitri obviously had the chat before we went out to LA. And obviously, I've only done boy-girl with Dimitri since I've been with him. And we've been together eight years. So um, obviously, we was going out to LA. Well, you did boy-girl before me. Yeah, but I'm talking just, about while I was with you. Yeah, I've only just shot give with me you. Um, but so basically, because when we obviously decided we was going out to LA, um, we kind of spoke about it. And there was a couple of big names out there, um, you know, like Kieran Lee, Manuel Ferrara, which are very big names. And um, we basically talked about it and said how it, beneficial it would be. Like, and basically, our, if I make money, he makes money. So we make it together. It's not a case of, so like, you know, so that's kind of how we, we, we looked at it. And we basically spoke about it and said, look, I think it is really beneficial for me to do a scene, you know, with Kieran and with Manuel. Dimitri, you know, he said that, you know, he thinks I should do it. He actually said, I think, yeah, I think you should do it. I think it'd be, you know, beneficial. Bearing in mind, I, I, I know the pair of them, met them personally. I've worked alongside them. So, and I respect them as performers as well. Yeah. I know they're going to be decent with her and, and professional. And so ha had my blessing. No, but um, you saw the benefit like, oh, money-wise, financial-wise, oh, for us as well, wasn't Let, it? Let's not forget, like, it, we're based in the UK. So the guys in the UK, again, this is that, without trying to be derogatory, this is just the truth. Like, this is coming from someone who's been in the business 20 years as a professional, right? The UK talent pool, guys-wise especially, is quite slim, right? Yeah. Um, in the sense of actually being what I, what I would consider a, a pro pro level performers. There's probably a handful of them now. That's being generous, saying there's a handful. Um, so for Jess, is instance, is there any need for her to go and work with these up and coming content creators who aren't necessarily all that good? I'm not saying they're all bad, but then you know they're not to her level. When she's got a guy who is, you know, top of his game type of thing in the UK, right? Mm -hmm. And again, that's not sound, me sounding like an ego. That's basically the facts of the matter in the UK. So, but going to LA, the talent pool is a lot different. There's a wider selection of guys who are... It's not just that. It's like, it's, so, like, Kieran and Manuel's, um, like, audience, like, they've got a much bigger following over there than a lot of the UK oh, boys. Oh. So even just by me, like, obviously working with them too, say, like... Just by me working with them too, I just I will get seen by a hell of a lot more people because of their yeah. audience. So like they've just got much much bigger reach and a much bigger market because um, they're pro guys. Yeah, because they're pro guys, and obviously you know LA is like the hub of you know the adult industry. But it so that was kind of the whole decision really. We both talked about it, said it was beneficial. He actually said to me like you know I, yeah I think you should do it and you know and stuff like that. Um, well, I suggested Manuel. She, yeah, she just went went out to go and do Kieran. And I said, well, if you're going to do Kieran, you might as well do Manuel as well, because yeah. for, the, for the reasons she's just mentioned. Well, I, I wanted Johnny Sims as well, but I couldn't actually get Johnny. She I, wanted Johnny because she just fancies no, him. I, <laughs> no, I yeah, do you know, I wanted to do a scene with Johnny Sims as well. I did one for, with him many, many years ago for Brazzers. But I, I think he's a very difficult guy to get to pin down because he's so busy. And he's, I think for Johnny, he loves to shoot with like girls that he's never shot with before. Yeah. You know, 
bringing in and but he wasn't there was he you know you're no, sure he true. wasn't even in he wasn't in vegas uh, when i was over because i i obviously I, I basically yeah i did want him as well but i couldn't get him so i'll just i'll have to do him another time i i love this it's like you know you're a couple and you know just once you got together you started to just exclusively do girl girl except when you were working with dimitri and then once you you know you've made the decision that you are going to change it and do some different boy girl scenes so for your fans Jess I want to ask you know how did your fans what was their reaction when you started to just do girl girl only and then when you when you've actually did some boy girl what was the reaction then you know what were you finding the feedback from the fans yeah uh, so like when I when I first got with Savici I didn't I didn't decide to just do girl girl because of him I basically already sort of decided that I was going to kind of sort of toned down boy girl and, and stuff like that and then when I got with him it just kind of I was like well I, d I, I could just do it with you so it you know it, it worked out for me in that way just going back to that because I know this is kind of like really big in the UK yeah. at that time um you were doing a lot of the UK television channels yeah. so that's you know it would be on UK TV of a night so you could sit there flicking with the remote and you could see the girls online and the on the beds or wherever with the phone and you could as a guy call up and talk to them so a lot of your work as you know as well as the pr production for the for the movies you was also doing like is it babe station that you were yeah so babe station is like the main one that i do i still do it um so that was what that was kind of what what i was doing a lot of so that's why it didn't really make a difference to me to kind of say that i wasn't really doing boy girl as much i because I, I my main work was pretty much doing the, t the channels and um and i was doing fine sort of sort of you know doing girl girl and then when i got with dimitri obviously i had a good guy who could do a, a, you know, a scene. So it just made sense for me to, well, I was like, I don't really need to do it with anyone else. I didn't really feel the benefit for me, really. So I was quite, you know, happy to, to just work with him. So my fans didn't really like, they didn't really mind because I was still getting boy girl. They was getting boy yeah. girl because I obviously do it with him. And we do threesomes. Like I do, I do a load of threesomes. Obviously we, you know, we did one with you. Like, so mm -hmm. I, I do a load of threesomes and stuff like that. So my, my fans like didn't really mind at all, and no one kind of my fans was didn't really expect it when I went over to LA that I was going to work with sort of the other boys either. Um, I think it kind of took my fans by surprise because I never really kind of advertised it until I was on set with Kieran or something. I never really like I, I just basically did a selfie like oh look who I'm here with, and then everyone kind of went a bit nuts like oh my god I can't believe you're here like what that, what's your husband gonna say? And I was like my husband knows like oh that's why I had, I had loads of this like oh my god I can't believe your husband's like. I'd never thought you'd do it. So I kind of had a big sort of excitement about it when I've done the two C's, but everyone's more than happy, my fans anyway, that like, that that was just kind of like a special and like, I'm yeah. not just going to go back into doing full boy girl now. You know, I, I kind of you know, did those two boys and now I'm going to obviously, you know, like I said, go back to just me and Dimitri. And, you know, if I go to LA again, then obviously I might do someone like, you know, like I said, Johnny or something. Yeah. Um, obviously if he wants to work with me, just in case he's listening. <laughs> Johnny, just in case you're listening, Jess West, Tanya Tate. <laughs> so I don't need to work with Johnny. I'm all right, mate. You carry on. So uh, I, I want to talk then. You are a couple in the industry, and there, there will be people that are listening, and they, you know, they're a couple themselves. And, you know, what are some of the benefits for being an active um couple in the adult industry you know what are some of the the great things that you can 
bring to the table? 12 years ago, I was a director for Playboy TV in the UK. Well, you booked me. This is what I was going to get onto. I was a a director for Playboy TV in the UK. Playboy TV doesn't exist now in the UK. Um, But at the time, there was Television X and Adult Channel, which was Playboy TV. So the point I'm making here is I brought the directing skills to the relationship and obviously as well as the performance uh, element and Jess brought herself as a performer and also her skill set as being really good with the other girls she knows a lot of the girls from babe station from working with doing girl girl stuff so between us the, bu- also- the business model works really well because not so not only we've got someone who can ar- arrange the talent who knows the talent and knows who the ones are good to work with but also we've got me now ignore the fact that we're both performers that's 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 the given but ignore that so you've got that part of the talent sorted and then i've got the other side sort of with with the camera work the directing and the editing wait can i just say so dimitri when we first got together dimitri actually learned a whole new skill he learned how to edit right like properly edit like edit to like tv standards and like he did a whole like my whole television x series like we got we got commissioned by television x to do one of my whole series and he obviously directed he learned actually how to edit for tv standard because we realized that like by like we both had strengths but there was something we were missing which was like the 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 editing side so then we have to then we could do everything all in house right so that so he he literally went and learned a whole new skill took like a whole like a couple of months out went and learned like non-stop editing like properly to edit got all the kit you know and did it and now like so we're able to bring all of our talents together and now we have the whole package in-house so we don't have to outsource anything apart from just like you know like you getting girls and, and stuff basically that's all that we do isn't it that's what we like that's the answer to your question like we we we've been both in in the the, in the industry for so long ha, have all the contacts and knowledge that we could you could ever want to basically have it all in-house and we've just basically incorporate it all together to, to, to be where we are today so it is, it is good but do you know what else it is as well so obviously because we are both performers and because we have both obviously been in the industry a long time we both know like for instance like how to we don't want to be on set all day we don't want to be hanging around all day we both know how to be time efficient how to get the job done like you know so even when girls come and shoot with us and obviously you will have seen it but yeah basically we realized that like we you know obviously being put on set for some companies and that like that we was on set for hours and all day and all stuff like that and we realized that we don't have to do that like we don't have to be on set all day we can work efficiently and we can work quickly and get what we need done well tanya you know we came over to la right what was the first thing i did i took a stopwatch out didn't i <laughs> and put it on the side we, we <laughs> and i don't that's what i do i put the stopwatch on and i don't and i don't want to run over 20 minutes for the scene right and i'll, I'll start stop whereas you could be on set and you could be doing just one position for longer than 20 minutes, yeah. right? Yeah. And everyone, it doesn't matter how much you like your fellow star, by the end of the day, you, you want to kill each other because you're so tired, stressed, it's tough. You know what it's like. You've been you've done it. Yeah, it, it can be, it can be yeah. really tiring. Yeah. You know, we've all, we've all done movies. I think the difference being is that, you know, when it's like a production company and they want to get as much, much out of you as they can and they want to get it all because they want to get the best angle. Yeah. So you, we, we have been doing positions for long times, but I, I love it because it's for ourselves and we just want to like, okay, well, we've put the limits on because you know, the, the people are watching it. They don't need an hour of it. But, they, you know. but even these production companies, the point is that 
they don't need hours of it either. They just want to get it. They like they want to get their blood out of you. Like they're paying you the money. They want you all day to get as much as they can to get the best possible product. No, but they but want I, to make sure they've got enough for the edit. But you do the edit. Yeah, but I. But as, that's where coming from my experience comes in handy because we know that if you've got 15, 20 minutes of strong three or four or five positions, right, and you know where the camera is, you're angling yourself properly. We're both. We're all professionals doing it. You don't need any longer than that because it's all usable, right? Yeah. It's all, and and that's the difference. Whereas, if you don't know any different, and you go to one of these studios, and you're like in the olden days, and you'd be on set six, seven hours, and you think, oh well, this is how it's done. This is how films are made. But, yeah, but, but the I... end product would only be the scene would only be twenty minutes. You've been there six hours, but the scene will still be twenty minutes. It's just that they're faffing around that with the with the argument. Yeah, but we're going to get the very best bits. But the very best bits are the bits where everyone's got the most energy, right? And everyone's up yeah. for it. And that's doesn't need you don't need and on the fifth six hour that's not happening. At that but point. going back to my point, that's what we bring. What that's, I was saying. That's what we bring. Right? So we bring the experience and the fact that like so we know the good and the bad because we've done it ourselves. So we try and take all the good and say, okay, well we're gonna we're gonna feed you on set, we're gonna look after you on set, we're gonna you know we're gonna make it as easy and as nice as possible. And generally, what we get from girls is that they come and say, God, that doesn't even feel like work. It was like just hanging out with friends all day. Like, uh, which is how we want it to be. We want girls to go away, even if it is a long day, and even if we, but we've got a lot done. We want them to go away feeling like, oh, that was that was fun. I want to, you know, not not like, oh my god, that was hard. I don't want to do that ever again. And for me, when I come over and when we all met up again in LA, it it was it really was. That's why I said when we first met, it was like no time was spent yeah. apart. We were just like friends. We were professional. We got on and you know did our stuff. You know, here we are, a guy and two girls. And, you know, before I got into the industry, I would always, you know, be, I was quite self-conscious of myself. And, you know, if I was in a relationship, would I be okay with my guy being with another girl? I didn't know the adult industry whatsoever, you know, and then I got into it and then you start working with people and, you know, eventually you get to work with a real life couple like yourself. So, you, you know, people that are listening, they'll be like, is anything going through your head? So, you know, from a performer's point of view, for couples that are listening to it now, what advice do you give for couples if they're going to be getting into this kind of threesome? So for me, like the the reason that like I could sort of deal with it and do it is is mainly because of Dimitri, like because of who the who how how he is and who he is. Like so, like he is like if he wasn't the way he was, I probably wouldn't be able to do it with him. Like but because like, obviously I know how how he is and stuff like that, and we're very like like completely honest with each other and you know obviously we're with each other like a lot but even when he's not with me you know like uh and stuff like obviously I trust him and everything else I think it's just you like you do have to be a hundred percent like uh, like that this is what you want to do and a hundred percent like we're both in it for the same reason and our money all goes into one pot so we're in it for the same goal we, we basically looked at our strengths and our weaknesses and what my weaknesses are is his strengths and what his weaknesses are well like, i've got no weaknesses say that. thank you so we basically work <laughs> yeah so we like we work together and, and, and like i said even with things like when i came out to la and i was saying about you know working with the other boys like that is a complete foreign thing to us because our whole relationship has not been that and then so for Dimitri to turn around and say yeah i think you should do it like you know it just kind of shows like how strong we are as a couple and also how we have that trust and you know and and everything you know yeah, and to add to that tanya we are professionals right yeah. this is our job we've been doing it for a long time right and 
Jess met me on. Well, I first met Jess on set. Okay. In fact, I booked her for Playboy myself. But we didn't get together straight after. So don't no. think we got together. No, no. On but set, the point, the it. point I'm trying to make is, so oh, yeah. she met me on set, and so she knows firsthand without even having to speak to any other girls in the industry who will say the same thing as a matter of fact but she knows firsthand what i'm actually like on set am i am i trying to take you out on a date am i trying to flirt with you like off camera am i trying to do this am I, no i mean yeah i'll switch on and i'll be into you 100 in the scene and i'll do my thing but as soon as it's over i'll be out the door before the girl's even out the door I, I, I'm, go- I'm in and out. That's my job done. Do you know what I say? And I, to me, to know this. So I say that he is like the coldest person I've ever met. But I mean that. Like, I don't mean it in a bad way. He is. He's like, he is one of the coldest people I've ever met. So he's not very affectionate. He doesn't like to kiss and cuddle. And like, and he's the same on set and off set, right? Like, like he's not like, all cut- just because we've got the camera rolling now, he's not going to be sitting cuddling me. Like, he's not like that. He actually hates cuddles. So like, <laughs> But then when I obviously when we got together and like and obviously me meeting him on set and seeing how he was on set and then seeing how he is off camera, all right, there's not like he is still cold, but like you know, I can see how he is on set, the fact that he's not like flirting with girls and he's not in it just to just to get off with the girl. Like no matter how beautiful she is, he'll walk away from that scene and be like, I don't even remember her name. And it's not to be disrespectful because it's because it's work and it doesn't matter to him. So he doesn't need to so, remember so, her name. So it helps. So for example, so when I'm away in Greece, or just answer your question in general, when how do we deal with, mm. with like the issue of being a couple and with someone's work and I'm working with other girls, she knows it's strictly business as far as I'm concerned. And it's 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 obvious, not from from her own eyes, from her own experience, and how many girls have said the same thing about me to you? Like they, everyone says the same thing. Dimitri goes on, does his job. Oh, yeah. So she has no fear. But everyone is well, look, we're all human. We all have feelings. And sometimes, like if I'm away for two weeks in Greece, for example, she'll you know, miss me and might feel a bit like no. So what happens when he's away in Greece, right? Because obviously they're long days, right? It's like like I said, I'm used to like our content days and stuff. So he's away in long days, and he won't message me all day. And I'll be like, well, I haven't heard from you all day. Where, why did you not message me all day? And then he'd be like, well, I've been working. I'd be like, what, all day? All day? <laughs> so this is the normal relationship stuff that happen- yeah. happens happens with us. Like, this is probably what your viewers have been feeling because we are a couple in the day and we do have tiffs, which is yeah. like arguments and a bit of jealousy does creep in from time to time. It's not, it's normal. We are human. We're not like but robots. Do you know what he does do? Every time he goes to Greece, even if it's every month, he will bring me back a perfume. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, it's, it's a whole room. It's about eighty yeah, perfumes. So <laughs> it's a lot of trips. Yeah. So you have you got a little romantic side then to your Dimitri. He does things in his own way. I'm not I'm not traditionally romantic, but I you know she knows like I will like some people like well, slag me off of this, but like I will slap her ass as she walks past, right? And that some people oh how could you that sexist? But that's his romance. But but she. She knows I'm being, a, that's my way of being affectionate. I'm Wait, not being... let me tell her what you put on my Valentine's card. So my Valentine's card. Because they won't like that. They won't like that. My Valentine's no. card said, this This is not a Valentine's gift. It's a fat bitch gift. 
That, it's a, but fuck bitch, because I'm obviously not, right? So it's obviously a joke. <laughs> term of endearment. The term of endearment. Term of endearment, yeah. That's, you know, you you got to also understand Dimitri's, you know, he's a cheeky Londoner. And there's, there's a lot of humour in this. So people that are listening or watching will be like, okay, he smacks there on the backside. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is. It's like a little bit of cheekiness yeah. and it's not derogatory or disrespectful. And it's, you know. No, it, can I just say, if it upset me, he wouldn't do it. Oh, so it, it, it's not, it's a, it's a joke. It's listen, clearly a joke. If, if it was bad, do you think it should be with me for eight years, right? We look after each other. We are, we're a unit. It's our way. We it's our way. You know, it's not the, it's not the right way for everyone. Yeah. And, but I frankly don't care what's right for someone else. This is how we do it. It works for us. We're happy, and that's it. Yeah. So. And you know, you say sometimes you have little tiffs. We all have little tiffs with each other. Right. You know, sometimes one day someone's getting on your nerves, and it's like you got to get through. You know, for you know, a lot of people don't work together. You know, they the couples they have different jobs in different places. And you don't necessarily have to get intimate with each other. So what do you do, you know, as a couple? Because I'm very conscious that people are listening. As a couple, if you're having a little bit of a bad day with each other, how do you get through that work day? Uh, well, normally, we, so we've got obviously a big house. We'll just separate from the house. On, on a work day. Oh, if on a work day. We just kind of, um, you just put that all to the side and it basically becomes, well, for me, it just becomes a, like a professional thing. It just, because even when we're working, even when we're a couple, I look at him as my co-star, not as my as my partner. And we're like, even when we did like say a scene with you, I said to you, like, treat him, he will treat you the same as he'll treat me. And like, he won't favour me. He'll, you know, if anything, he'll probably favour you because he knows I'm a strong performer so I can you know like handle myself but like we basically it would just be put straight to the back of my head and it'd be a complete professional day it would be just be like he's a he's a co-star of mine it wouldn't like we, we never ever let anything like that ever come on set yeah so it's it's about you know being a strong couple being trust trusting each other and then being professional no matter yeah. what so yeah. so getting on with the job yeah, well, this is our this is our this is our business. So if if I was to if we was to have a tiff on a day that we're filming and then let that go across and say like for instance another girl or like you know if you you was there or something and you felt that frostiness, it's gonna call it's gonna be awkward for you to be in a scene yeah. with him and and stuff. So I would never ever want a girl to feel awkward because of us. In fact, I actually and I think we said it to you. I actually say to girls every time before a scene, I always say, look, do whatever you want with him. Don't worry about me. Don't feel like you have to not do something because of me because I'm totally fine and it, and I don't want you to feel like you can't do what you would normally do with him just because I'm his missing. But it's quite an interesting point because sometimes and I've noticed it especially when in this content creating era that when we get girls round um, and I start the scene the scene off without Jess oh. in, in some instances the girls. Because just normally on the camera, well, you right? Did with Tanya, you started. We did it. We, we did. But when we did our scene, it was me and you for the right, first half, right. and then it was all three of us. Yeah. Yes, half. we kind of do. That's kind of the way we we, we do it. Um, now it was different with you because you, I think, because you've known us for so many years and you've known us both individually for so long that you yeah. was very comfortable straight away. You worked with yeah. us like. Whereas, so when we get some of these new girls in. When I start off with the girl, you see it in their face. They someone start looking over at Jess, thinking, "Oh, is this all? Is this all, is this all right? Should I be?" But like, yeah. he'll kiss them, and they'll be like looking at me, like, yeah. "Is that okay?" And I'm like, "Just do whatever you want," because it's not—it's the scene, and I'm not his missus in this scene. Right. So it's, 
We're yeah. not to get. That's how I look at it. I'm not his missus in the scene. I am the same as you. But that's again coming on to the difference between pro performers and the new guys that come in who aren't actually really performers. They're content creators. And again, not me having a go about them. They're 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 good in their own right. But because they haven't got that pro mentality, you know, a pro like yourself wouldn't look over it just thinking, "Is this all right?" Because of course it's all right. That's what you're there for. Well, you I know. Yeah. We said it to Tanya. Tanya was like, oh, "Why are you even?" Yeah. Well, in fact, all of all of the American girls <laughs> yeah, we work with, yeah. we didn't have this issue with any of them. All of them said, "Of course." Whereas eighty yeah. percent of the UK girls, it's, mm. it's the complete opposite. Eighty percent of the UK girls had a slight. Should I be doing this? Well, you it was all right. You with them, don't you? And then they kind of shake it off. But he feels it with them when he's on his own with them. Yeah. I. So what I've, t- I've if I if I can see that it's going to go that way, what I do now, Tanya, is I will leave Jess out of it completely. The first scene, right? Not even on camera. I'll go and do my yeah. bits completely separately with the girl. They then after they've done a little bit of a scene with me, they're yeah, completely relaxed. relaxed. They think, yeah. oh, it's okay. And then I'll bring Jess in for the second scene and. But at that point, the inhibitions have gone. You know, they're, they're cool at that point. Yeah. But it's it's often more often than not in the UK that with Jesse at the beginning of the scene, they they panic a little bit, and it's only because I'm guessing it's just respect, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't that. think it's and they're not used to that arena. That yes. And also, I think maybe they're not used to like we are a couple and thinking how is this going to go because normally you do hear of the jealous girlfriend and, and like and I get asked this a lot like oh are you are you just doing it because just to check, keep up on it like keep an eye and I'm like not at all like I've been doing this on my own like longer than him we, all right we got together but like now we've just pulled all our strengths together and it's not and we just use it we yeah we use it together and I love this it's like you're a unit you're a team you know your strengths you know you you work on that together and you get some amazing content for the fans and it's great because you've got you you know it's not just one place where you're putting it it's two places because it's double the places you know we have different fans you know on all of our only fans and it's great because you've got a, a good crossover of fans that will you know they see you together as a couple you know as a threesome so they get so much content and i think it's just amazing that you are doing it and you're very successful doing what you do. Thank you. Going back to, you know, we spoke about your skills, you've got skills and Jess knows all the girls and it's, you know, it's really easy for, you know, Jess to reach out and be like, hey, you know, do you want to shoot a scene with us? So, but there's going to be other people that are sitting there and they're a couple, they might be brand new, they might be semi-established, they might be professional. If they're professionals, they're probably not going to need this advice. But for someone that's, sitting there listening and they want they are a couple and you know maybe they started camming or they started doing clips or they started on OnlyFans how do they what advice would you give them to kind of start collaborating with others I would probably say to like look for like sort of unicorns they're called like so you know sort of like single girls who are like there's a lot of girls that that actually want to shoot with couples because one they actually feel more comfortable um like working with couples because they feel like then the guy's not going to be cracking on to them and like that you know because the missus is there and stuff so like um I would probably say like yeah just like you know and find a girl that's you know that's a you know a, a, a good a nice girl a decent girl and it's in it for the same reasons and then just kind of take it slow I think you know like just do bit by bit don't jump straight in and do like a full scene if you're not quite ready you know maybe just have someone around chat to them talk to them about the you know about where you want to go and if you're happy with it and I think you just got to like try bits out because if it gets to a point 
where you're not happy, like, remember, you can like, take a step back and say stop at any point. Like you don't, even if the girl's there and and say, see, even for us, even if like someone was there and, and it, you know, I mean, we're pros, so it's different, but like if someone was there and it really wasn't working, we'd stop it. We're just like, oh, look, it's, if it's not working, it's not working. I'm not going to force you to do it. I'm not going to, I don't want it to, you know. So I think at any point you can always sort of, you know, take a step back and say, look, I'm not happy with this. I'm not comfortable with it or whatever. I look for girls on Twitter, like Twitter, Instagram. I mean, I kind of get a lot of new girls message me, to be honest, being like, oh, well, I'd love to like come in and like have a go with you and to meet she, because I think you guys, like we get a lot of new girls because of the fact that they don't have to do anything apart from just turn up. Like we will do everything for them. So I kind of, I kind of get girls on Twitter or Instagram and I'd probably say that would probably be like the best place because you could kind of look on Instagram and Twitter, see their pictures, kind of get references of who they've worked with because you just kind of see it and just kind of go from there really. I mean, that's where that's where it is nowadays. Yeah, so basically reach out on social media is what they've got to do. Yeah. New, you know, Online networking. Yeah, and I, I like it. It's like, you know, where it's the female that's reaching out and just for people that are listening it is actually Jess that's reaching out yeah. you know you, you hear sometimes of things where it's the females account but it's the guy and if you if you're a guy and you're going to do that and you're going to be hitting up girls in the dms it's not going to work because us girls can see right through it we can, can spot we can spot when a guy is talking to me i don't know if i have to say whether i actually run dimitri's instagram and twitter so when girls slide into his dm it's the opposite of this it's actually me they're talking to like i probably shouldn't say because everyone knows now but uh, but yeah, they slide into his DMs, and and then and I will I will reply as if it's him, but it's me they're talking to because I do the picture. Which is like and he goes, oh, I've got one. No, it's not it. just men. See, it's not just men who are predators. <laughs> women women can be predators too. So I, I hope you're listening, Tanya. <laughs> is he giving me some advice? Tanya's not slipping into your DMs. No, no, but automatically. <laughs> the, the, she made the example of the guys pretending they're girls this that and the other yeah. and it's true, it does happen but yeah. girls can be just as bad and um he gets a lot of girls sliding his dms a lot but I don't, you know what <laughs> listen i think it's a compliment i yeah, we're yeah. guys and girls are wired differently i you know ultimately and when the girls message and they do speak to jess in the end if the girls are cool and they and we and they're genuine we end up working with them anyway. But do you know what? And, then we, hold on, and when they come, we'll tell them. Do you know what? When you spoke to us yeah. that time, you spoke to Jess. It wasn't me. Like we've not like but been deceived. But do you know what? I actually know. think that, like going back to the point we said earlier, but I actually think that kind of helps me in a way. Not that I need to go through his DMs, but basically because I do deal with them, I see all of the messages, so I can see kind of who's sort of being sly or who's not because it all comes to me anyway <laughs> and he doesn't care he's just like and i'm just like oh this girl i've seen this girl already he goes oh i haven't even spoken to her. i'm going yeah i spoke to her <laughs> so, yeah but it's a good it's a good point because the fact alone that there's girls coming into my dms right obviously i've got mm-hmm. access to it, i can see it if I went yeah, to it. Of course. and i don't even bother with it i don't i'm not i'm not interested it's no, not but when I'm... he does reply i'm like oh you've mucked this up now let me take over yeah <laughs> <laughs> It, but, but the point, see, the point is, it gives her reassurance that. Not that I need it. No, but, but it does help. Like yeah. I'm not trying to sneak off and try and get girls to meet up. I'm not interested. I've been doing it 20 years. I've done over 2,000 scenes. What you think I care about the new? Yeah. Care less, right? Do you know what? He even gets to the point where some of the girls are messaging, like, "Oh, Dimitri, do you want to do a scene?" And he he says to me, he "Goes, oh, she wants me to do a scene." And I'm just like, "Well, you should do it." And he goes, "Yeah, but she wants just me." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, you should do it." He goes, 
Oh, okay. Like, so he's not, there's no hidden nothing. He's not trying to go off and do a scene with someone else. I know something all about it. Like, now, the question is now is what, what percentage is she on OnlyFans? <laughs> Before in the yeah. olden days, it's, can I have a picture of what she looks like, right? Just for, just to see what she looks like. Now it's, I don't care what she looks like. What percentage is she? Because that's where, that's where it becomes beneficial now, isn't yeah. it? It's all about the yeah. percentage. So yeah. it's it's about the collaboration, getting out there, working with other performers, and yeah. So the people that have got you know that higher up in the yeah, in the scale, yeah. if you like, um, of the OnlyFans, you know that they're going to be having more fans, they're going to be generating more income. So for you to pick and choose to work with one of those people, um, it's it's beneficial because you know you're going to get some of those fans crossing yeah, over well, yeah, that was the whole reason we went to la because you guys obviously the la market is much bigger than the uk and you guys do tend to have a lot more followers i mean tanya you've got a lot more followers oh, than by the way tanya yeah. thank you you did really well on my on my page by the way did i yeah the um... reunited i think because we were reunited because they because you guys have obviously been together a long time you've done loads of stuff yeah. together and and also this is the first time me and Tanya have ever actually shared a man because I've, I've done things with Tanya and you've done things with Tanya, but me and Tanya have never. Yeah, you did really well, Tanya. I don't, I don't know how well done for you at your, at your end, but we. Uh, you know, Hopefully, I might well. have to come and visit you again. <laughs> <laughs> see me do you know what my mine is just about to be released i know so here's the thing as well so we as you know we control our own only fans and we decide when we're going to do it so i had some scenes lined up so they've had like the sneak peek full version on yours but see here's the thing we've got different fans so i'm so pleased that all those fans see well, it on there. You're, basically you're going to release it now but that's an advertisement for us by you doing yeah. that yeah. So yeah. it's going to be still, I mean, probably when people are listening to this, it's it's released. Um, and if any people have missed it and you do want to watch any of our scenes, myself, Dimitri, Jess West, just go and ask us on our OnlyFans because we'll, well have I, it there. To the viewers or the listeners, <laughs> I've done really well out of Tanya's one. So go to Tanya's <laughs> and, and get it from there. But my site is free, so if you want to buy anything else, just have a look. But wait, Tanya, we've got two with Tanya because you love Tanya so much that we did two with her. Yeah, I did. But there's a few bits of us. Yeah. yeah. So what yeah. happened was we we did we did our first part, you know, me and Dimitri, then me, Dimitri, and Jess, and yeah. then Dimitri went and sat on his computer for a bit, and Jess went and did a bit of sunbathing, and I went into the other bedroom and I said, I'm just gonna sit myself here for a few hours and it, it was wonderful for me thank you so much to be able to let me do this is that i had a bright lights i was hair and makeup ready i had you know all different outfits and i could actually shoot some content so i was able I was to shoot some yeah and then at some point i i think i you know i you heard you and then talking, it was... Tanya. that's what it was so... you walked past his stockings yeah it... at the door. can i come back in and then it, so we decided to shoot something else yeah so well it... let's just make it let's be a little bit more detailed about it you walked you well no not rude i'm gonna be rude but basically Tanya walked past my room. Can I can I <laughs> tell the story? In this beautiful lingerie set. My God, it, she was pop, she was popping. And I, I was looking, I was looking, I go, I reckon I've got energy for never seen it. <laughs> Well, basically, Dimitri called me in. He goes, "What do you think?" I said, "If you want to." He goes, "Yeah, let's go and talk to Tanya." <laughs> yeah, so we did. We did more than I thought we were going to do that day, but it was good. I was really happy. Oh, 
I was just pleased to see you, Tanya. I was just pleased oh, to see you. No, but even then, you still come to me first and say about that's obviously. Even then, he still come to me and says, "Oh, look, I oh, fancy doing another one with Tanya. What do you think?" I said, "Yeah, do it." But it wasn't a case he didn't go to you and be like, "Tanya, I fancy another one." He went straight to me. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. kind of we have that communication the whole way through our relationship. You have to be. You have to be straight. Look, this is our job, so we want to we want to maximize it yeah. and be earn the most out of it and be the best we can at it. And you can't, you can't tick those boxes unless you are, you are working on the same page or a team. So yeah. that's how it works, you know? So to any, like going back to the original point about advice to new people coming in, you need to basically, if you're in a, if in a relationship, your relationship needs to be, it's to be strong. tight. It's got to be, you, you've got to know what the other one, is, is going to do and say before they even do it you know what i mean you've got to be united no, but we even have as well even if like so i say to do it to like I, the one thing i want to know is like say if he's away i like to know it just if any girls try it on with him i just want to know not for me to do anything but just so that if i go out there and see them on one minute they're being all nice and nice to me and then behind my back they're actually cracking on with him and he says to me look I, i'll tell you but i know you're not going to like it and i said yeah that's fine but so that what i mean is like so even if he knows I'm not going to like the answer that he's going to give me, he will still tell me. He won't like not tell me something because he thinks it's going to upset me. Yeah, yeah, that's the honest. That's the honesty that we have. Even regardless of how it will make me feel, he will still tell me. That's why I call a fat bitch. Dimitri, oh my goodness. I love all this advice that you've given to everybody because, you know, people are out there and they do, they there are couples that are going to be aspiring to be just West and Dimitri triple X. And, you know, you're doing amazing things. You, you've been very successful and, you know, there's a lot of humor in it. There's a lot of trust. There's a lot of professionalism. And I'm so glad that we've got you here on the Skinfluencers success podcast to talk about it, to share the tips and to just, basically have a chat with me as well and a right yeah. good catch up. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Oh, thank you so much. I, I loved it. Right. Um, tell everybody where they can find you online. Uh, so you can find me on uh, Twitter. I'm uh, at Jess West triple X. Instagram. I am Jess West 69. I'm also on OnlyFans. So I'm OnlyFans.com forward slash Jess West triple X. Well, my handle is the same for Twitter, OnlyFans, and Insta. Insta. And it's Dimitri underscore Simstud. Now, we didn't mention this, but sim stud, I, I do a lot of sim racing, so that's why the sim stud term is in, is in the phrase. So, so your OnlyFans, we, we decided to do, I'll just say this quickly, we decided to do, rather than him being another performer, we wanted him to have like something a little stand out with his OnlyFans. So he loves sim racing. So... Sim racing is like racing cars, sim, simulation, rate, um, right. I don't know what, how, yeah. To it's a game. It's not a game, it's a, it's a simulator. It's a game. So basically racing online, and that's my hobby. So what we've done, my OnlyFans is basically revolved around me racing and then girls coming in, disturbing me from my racing, and then we end up doing the naughty naughty. So the girls make him crash yeah. and then and then they end up doing the deed with him. So hence why my my stuff is all Dimitri underscore sim stuff, just to clarify what But you are also known as tri Dimitri Triple X. My actual stage name for what is Dimitri Triple X, yeah. Thank you. Do you know what? I didn't even know that 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 yeah, bit about the girls yeah. coming in and making you crash. I I love it. It's very unique and it's yeah. something that's going to stand out. Well, we didn't and... do it in LA because he didn't have his whole obviously because like, his whole kit's here. But um, you know, that, but genuinely that's what he does here. Yeah. It's a it's a great it's a great marketing tool. Very memorable. 
And, you know, the guys love it. They see themselves well, sitting there. You twitches. You heard a twitch? She has Twitch, yeah. I know Twitch. I don't I don't go on it. You t- so you Twitch. So people can find you on Twitch as well, yeah, Dimitri. Yeah, the same handle for all the platforms. Twitch, OnlyFans, Twitter, Insta. Yeah, it's all yeah, oh, yeah But just so you know, Jess does all the talking most of the time on these things. It's not, it's not me. It's not me you're messaging. It's you're Jess. Not, you're not going to get any DMs now. <laughs> you're going to get none. <laughs> oh, God. They'll be like, is this Jess or is this Dimitri? <laughs> Dimitri will be like that. I'm too busy. I'm playing on my race and my simulator. Jess will be like, oh, yeah. a successful couple and, you know, amazing times together. And I wish you so much success, continued success oh, for the thank future. You, thank and you, thank, thank you. you so much. And hopefully we'll meet again next time, maybe course, next time when I'm in the UK. Yeah, you're welcome anytime. Thank you. This is Tanya Tate. Skinfluencer success. Thank you all for joining me on Tanya Tay Presents Skinfluencer Success Podcast. Write your goals down. Picture that final goal and reward yourself. Feel that deep appreciation when you meet your goal. Vision is everything. If you don't know where you're going, you're probably going to end up completely in a different place. So what are your goals? Share them with me. Let me know. I want you to share all your feedback with me. What do you think of the audio and the video podcast? Who do you want me to have next as a guest? What questions or advice do you want us to discuss? I want to know you can leave me feedback or ask me questions relevant to the Skinfluencer Success Podcast using the hashtag AskTanyaTate. You can also ask me by commenting on my latest posts on Twitter at TanyaTate. TikTok and YouTube, it's at Tanya Tate Tube. And you can also leave me a voice note on my SpeakPipe. SpeakPipe.com slash Tanya Tate. You might get featured on a future episode. So let's do it. Let's listen to some of my favorite SpeakPipe voice notes of this episode. Hello and sweet seasonal sinful salutations, Tanya. This is your old NYC contact, 50-year-old, very single, cosplayer, writer, actor, model from New York. I've been trying to get your attention for some time, and since I'm still going through another year still single, you could reach me at or my email at highly spiritually aware, mentally stimulating, emotionally balanced, and physically versatile person. It sounds interesting. You'd like to know more. Get back to me soon. Bye. Let me just repeat what this guy says. Highly spiritually aware, mentally stimulating, emotionally balanced. Sounds interesting. I feel like I'm listening to like a dating ad. Remember like there was a program on the UK TV and it's still on now and it's been on for years and it's called Coronation Street and it's a soap and it just reminds me there was a guy on it years ago and he's called Jack Duckworth and he was married to Vera Duckworth but he he appeared on this like little husky he was on a park bench I think it was he was being all husky like hey 
And then I think he ended up kind of pulling the barmaid from the pub. Well, of course, they lived on the same street. So I don't even know why Jack Duckworth was trying to like be on this dating place. It was years ago um, in the soap. And this just reminded me of it. It's like that husky voice. Well, okay, Sean, I got to tell you, me emailing you and me calling you on your personal cell from my personal cell, that doesn't happen. It happens in your dreams, but in real life, it doesn't happen. But, you know, you've been trying to get my attention for some time. It's, it's not difficult to get my attention. Sex Panther, OnlyFans, I'm on there all the time. You know what to do. Get yourself on over there. Let's listen to another voice note. Hi, Tanya. It's Hunter from Twitter. I want to say I love your content. I discovered you it was a couple of years ago. You were in the um, office foreplay video. It was an amazing scene. Probably one of my favorite videos. English is not my first language, so uh, sorry if I say something wrong or can't pronounce it right. I love your posts. You uh, reply, so uh, that's nice. Not everyone does it. So I'm glad you do it. Um, I'm from Finland, so yeah, pretty far away. Yeah, I would love to be on your podcast or hang out, talk about anything. I hope you have a great day. And um, bye. Hunter from Finland. What an amazing, perfect voice note. That is, I, I have to say, I see them coming in and I click on them and I think, oh, oh, what's this one going to be? Is it going to be, whoo, what's this one going to be? Or is it going to be like, oh, what's this one going to be? And this one, I have to say, very uplifting. Hunter, your English is perfect. I'm so glad that you're following me. And I have to say, I try and like a lot of comments. It depends how much time I've got. If I've got some free time, I'm sitting eating my lunch. I'm going to like a load of comments on Twitter. And sometimes I respond to comments on Twitter. It depends if they're interesting, if there's something that I think, actually, I should say something about that. Um, but I'm glad you must have been writing some great comments for, for me to get to reply. I I, I do try my best to, to at least re respond to some of them on each of the posts. But thank you. And um, keep watching my work. And you know what? Guess what, Hunter? You have appeared on my podcast. Brilliant. Yes. So if you too want to appear on my podcast here, you can go to speakpipe.com slash Tanya Tate. And if you do hear yourself, tweet at me, Hunter, if you're listening. Let me know your name and address because I will send you a photo, signed photo of appreciation. And of course, thank you as well, Sean, for that husky. Sounds like I'm on a dating app introduction. Both of you, let me know. You can get yourself a signed Tanya Tate autograph. For my show appreciation for you leaving a voice note. And if you are listening to this podcast on the main platforms, Apple, Amazon, Audible, 
and are inspired by any of the words that you hear, please, please give me a written review and give me five stars. You can also leave a five star rating on Spotify and I will be checking if you are listening on Audible or Apple or Amazon and you do like anything about what you hear, please just take a couple of minutes just to leave a couple of sentences as to your thoughts. Be very appreciative. I'm putting it out there now to the universe to have some five stars and some nice comments left. But yeah, thank you for your support, guys. Keep it coming. I love hearing what you think of the show. And of course, if you want to get to call me directly, not on my personal cell, you're not going to know my personal cell number. But you can contact me via phone or video call. You know where you can on my premium social media platforms. Sexpanther.com slash tinytate or onlyfans.com slash tinytate. And we can get to chat one-on-one over there. Follow me on Twitter and Patreon at tinytate. TikTok and YouTube at Tanya Tate Tube. And you can see all of my official links, including my premium social media on my link tree. Just search Linktree and my name, Tanya Tate, all one word. And remember, if you don't see it on my link tree, it's not me. So the Skinfluencer Success Podcast is available on all of the major podcast platforms. However, you can watch it first on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Tanya Tate. Also gets released in video form on OnlyFans.com slash Tanya Tate and later on YouTube.com slash Tanya Tate Tube. And Patreon members as part of the benefits, they get to see me exclusively reveal in advance the episode's guest and will be treated to exclusive clips that don't always make the final cut of the video. Join me in my highest tier on Patreon to get shout outs. And this episode shout out of appreciation goes to Jessica Ryan. Thank you, Jessica, a fellow content creator. And also a big shout out of appreciation to Caller69. Thank you both for your support of being my top tier member on Patreon. And you too can get a shout out by supporting this podcast and becoming a top tier level member of my Patreon. This is Tanya Tate. Vision is everything. Reach for the moon with your goals. And if you don't make the moon, you'll catch the stars. Now get out there and go build your back.